I pledge to Nigeria and my country to be, but wait, is Nigeria worth pledging to? This is the Dear Diary podcast, and on this episode, we discuss Nigeria and if she's worth our patriotism. From the intro and from the title of the episode, you should already have an idea of what we're going to be talking about on the episode today. I'm the Antisocial, and uh, today we're going to be talking about Nigeria. Before we do that, we'd like to express our sincere apologies for being a day late. It is, It wasn't our intention. We were actually ready to do something, but then we entered a particular headspace that wasn't a very creative one it was very turbulent it was very emotional for us hearing reports of uh SARS activities and then having to go out and then be threatened uh by the police officers like the uh, like the optimist was but then she will share experience down the line on the on the episode uh so today on the episode we're going to talk about nigeria and then before we start i have we have some keywords that are going to be used over the course of this episode and i want us to clearly understand what these words mean that dictionary definition of these words so that we can understand where we're going and our point of view the first word is patriot a patriot is a person who vigorously supports their country and is prepared to defend it against enemies or detractors detractors means critics or backbiters basically anybody who doesn't want for the progress of your nation is someone you fight against as a patriot then patriotic is having or expressing devotion to and vigorous support for one's nation or country the next is government the group of people with the authority to govern a country or state and it's the system by which a state or a community is governed the next is democratic government which is the type of government that is run in our country nigeria it is a form of government in which the people have the authority to choose the governing legislation and under any kind of democratic government basically you can have you should have freedom of assembly and speech inclusion inclusiveness you should have uh, equality membership consent voting right to life and other minority rights now under the nigerian constitution which is the backbone of everything that we do in this country if it's not backed up by the constitution it's not legal basically under the nigerian constitution as a nigerian my rights include right to life dignity and personal liberty right to fair hearing right, right to privacy right to freedom of thought conscience and religion right to freedom of expression right to freedom of assembly right to freedom of movement within nigeria right to freedom of from discrimination and then right to acquire and own immovable immovable properties anywhere in nigeria from a series of reports we've heard or we've seen or we've watched depends on how you were able to receive your information the unit the special anti-robbery squad unit of the nigerian police force has infringed on more than 65% of these rights. Now, we're going to be talking about the history of, just going to be briefly talking about the history of SARS. So you can understand that the solution or the dissolution of SARS, the unit SARS, might not be the end of our problems. And we shouldn't relax and think, okay, fine, we've done it, finally. It might not be the end of our problem because something happened for SARS to come into effect. And that same thing might actually happen again for us to now 
if we relent and think our wars are over no it's not okay so the optimist what's up um <laughs> SARS was founded in the year 1992 when a colonel of the Nigerian army was killed at a checkpoint in Lagos by police officers now obviously soldiers being the way they are yeah. were dispatched and were hunting down police officers most police officers withdrew from their checkpoints and a whole lot of them retired and the commissioner of police at that time saw a fit to create the special anti-robbery squad even though we had three other anti-robbery squads he created this squad of 15 men for that time because there was a um there was a rise in in crime crime rates kidnapping armed robbery there was a rise in this in this event basically and in this crime sorry and um he he created this special anti-robbery squad consisting of 15 men to go undercover in the shadows without the knowledge of the army to you know tackle these crimes and what i i am baffled that it did not end after they did not disband them after you know the police came back to work but it continued and it, it has become a plague on every the everyday nigerian basically on youths so um you were touching the and the optim the and social was talking about my experience so i was feeling bad over the fact that i had not been contributing on social media because because i got obviously i told you guys about my job i was not i've not been active on social media if you are close to me you know i've not been replying my whatsapp messages either i've been swamped at work and you know social media has not been my top priority so i felt like i was i got an opportunity at songo i found out that they were trying to organize a protest and i was going to stay behind and join the protest and you know contribute to my own meaningful quota eventually we got we the, i was already there i was just arriving you know we're just you were just starting things and it got violent and these police officers these are not sars officers so you understand that sars is not the only problem they are not sars officers they are police officers the the protest was done somewhere around was done at songo bus stop if you know songo you know where i'm talking about songo bus stop opposite their office on the other side station. of the road yeah so obviously their station sorry on this other side of the road and these people got violent they got violent they started shooting i had to run for my life and as i when i was leaving songo when i was able to get a bus that could take me home i had someone scream they've killed someone they've killed someone in yoruba it was obvious like what's it man they have shot they shot someone because they just opened fire like maniacs that they obviously are so yes the um and then before i get agitated the the um there were five points that were released today uh released by the nigerian the nigerian um police force five things that we should know about the solution of sars basically and it was released by the dcp frank mba i don't i don't honestly we don't know who he is frank mba <laughs> frank mba i'm not even smiling with him i don't know him <laughs> anyway first thing they were trying to say is that okay SARS. the first point was that sars has been disbanded i'm not going to read out everything but just to summarize it first point is sars has been disbanded what that disbandment means will continue point number two was that the members of sars of the disbanded SARS or the now disbanded SARS will be moved to other units of the Nigerian police force. So these same people that have been killing and shooting people and harassing people will just be moved somewhere else. 
Okay. Within the, Within the Nigerian police force, just give them power in another place. Just give them new color uniform. You know, they just get new uniform. That's basically what you're saying. It's the same people, different cloth. Same people. All right. Point number three is that, you know, there will be an, an alternative to, to treat the crimes like armed robbery and, you know, the other crimes, the crimes that SARS was supposed to be treating. So basically, we're going to have SARS Jr. That's that's what you're telling us. Point number four is that um, citizen a citizen slash stakeholders forum will be created where Nigerians can easily state their um, grievances with the police authority. We have grievances with the police authority. Basically, they're trying to say they want to create Twitter for the everyday life. I don't I don't I don't think th- I do I think this is going to work. No, just like every other thing. Point number five is that you know. They were going, there's going to be an investigative team. An investigative team will be created to investigate these crimes against citizens. This investigative team will probably come from the same police force that is being investigated. Okay. That, so, so this investigative team is meant to um, investigate these crimes against citizens, human rights, and all of that. So those were the five points that they, they released with the dissolution of SARS. And what does that mean for us? Honestly, I believe that it is not just about... SARS. I I am I feel like this is just going to be these same people are moved somewhere else. It's still the same people. It is not about SARS, it's about the entire police force, it's about the army, it's about all of them. Mopo, all of them, as long as you are wearing a uniform and you think you are better than somebody just because you are an officer in the Nigerian force, then it is about you. If you have ever harassed somebody, you have slapped a civilian because they scratch your car mistakenly, then it is about you. So I believe that the dissolution of SARS is just the beginning because this fight is not just against SARS. It is a fight for our lives, basically, because the Nigerian government is not one that... If, if it gets worse than this, we, we will all die because the police will be after you. If police does not kill you, you will have accidents on the bad road or tanker will fall on you or arm robber will catch you or kidnapper will carry you. So basically, Nigeria is no longer habitable for us and we as Nigerians have to get up and fight for our country because these people, if anything happens, they have the money to leave the country. We are the ones that will basically be sold into slavery. We are the ones that will be sold into a system whereby you either you get you kill or you get killed. So I feel we need to understand that this dissolution of SARS means nothing. Because from what we are hearing here, they will just move to another place and become SARS somewhere else. And Lord knows what they will call them this time, but still be the same thing. People will still be, still be getting harassed. People will still be getting killed. So, I'm sorry, I, I don't... I, 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 I feel like for the optimists, I'm being very pessimistic about this situation, but it is our reality. Our reality is that this entire system is not working and we need a reform of our entire democratic or what is supposed to be democratic system uh for me i don't i know that um there are people policemen who actually go around protecting innocent lives i know that for a fact my aunt is a police officer you understand i know that there are people who do that i know they are members of sars who don't go around harassing innocent people however i don't care Mm-hmm. that they are innocent members what i care about is the fact that there are people who are not alive today based on the judgment call of certain officers in this unit of the nigerian police force or even other members who are not in the unit sars 
and nothing has been done to bring these officers call them in for justice nothing has been done to them and uh, i actually saw a picture of the man who had actually, actually killed jimo and nobody is saying anything about that man okay i'm, actually, I'm getting upset but uh, what it means for us basically is we're gonna have a new size mm-hmm. that is just what it means there is nothing changing because this is a recycle of the same perverse and depraved human beings going around thinking they are the lord and masters of nigerians simply because they wear black and black oh now it's blue camouflage i don't care what it is the photo matter is anything that has police on it do they pretend to care for us it's like it is automatic i actually saw a uh, she's not a friend of mine but then she's a church member of mine of how the fact that she and her boyfriend went out and then she legit had to walk out of the car the man she was sitting in front uh, at the passenger seat and the police officer told her to get down get money from the atm because it was not about to collect a transfer because that can be traced get money from the atm and give she had to give him the man initially said thirty thousand and then they priced it to fifteen thousand and then she had to go withdraw fifteen thousand. That man stayed with them in that car holding a gun to her boyfriend. And I'm like, what is this? You see the thing is people say oh police officers they suffer too and then you know they don't have money and all that. I'm not the government. The reason why we decided to define the government is so we know that Nigeria is not the problem. The government is the problem and we've had series of governmental staffs or collection of the government officials from different parties so we know it's not a party problem it is a government problem it is a nigerian problem yeah so the problem we're facing is not just about SARS, you know because other members of other units of nigerian police force are nigerians they're not SARS members but they are nigerians and they have that same level of depravity or like you mentioned army officers they also do the same thing so what are we how what is the solution what are we going to do we need we as nigerians need to reorient ourselves we need to have a reorientation in our, our minds because there is nothing we can do unless we collectively fight against segregation and tribalism there is nothing differentiating me from a hausa man hmm. apart from the fact that i'm yoruba and he's hausa that we were all nigerians every four years we suffer the same fate every four years um so it's very important that we know that one two when it comes time so we're in the democratic government i felt this is the reason why we decided to define this thing when a democratic government means we have the authority to vote these people in so if i as a person know that this person is not the right person for the job because this person gave me rights or shared rights in my local government area or shared some fifteen thousand or fifty thousand or twenty thousand or five thousand or whatever amount of money he shared or decided he was going to start building a hospital that was not going to be completed by the time it was time for election and once it's the next four years they begin to continue the project if you're going to be swayed by these things then you are obviously not a patriotic nigerian and you're obviously not ready for a nigeria that works because whether i like it or not for someone to have to bribe you to decide to vote for them it means they are not the right person for the job if i'm the right person for the job i don't need to bribe you i don't need to convince you you are already convinced because you can see from my actions that i deserve that position i deserve that opportunity but if i don't i am shaky i'm not sure of the opportunity that if i deserve that position i'm going to want to do everything in my power legal or illegal to get your permission to get you to do what i want you to do so if i'm saying this for every person who thinks this is an apc or pdp problem this is a nigerian problem because people who put them in are not an apc or pdp we're nigerians the people who vote for these people to put them in so this next coming election guys i am begging 
do not be swayed by promises do not be swayed by people who think that you you think would give you political ambitions or whatever all those all those promises they make because we always hear about them because i don't understand how people come in droves to vote for the wrong person and they still complain for the next four four years whatever amount of money whatever promise whatever thing they're going to be giving to you i promise it's going to be worse than if you had voted the right person and you begin to see progress in your nation if there's progress in your nation it's, it's going to touch everybody like it's going to touch everybody um, I just want to say for the whole tribalism thing, the reason why we have tribes is because your ancestor was just located in a different place from my ancestor. Honestly. So it doesn't mean that I am not human. It doesn't mean that I, I don't breathe air like you. You know, we have gotten to that place in Nigeria that once it is, it is not in my area, once it's not, it's in, it's not in my place, uh, it's, I'm, uh, I don't really care. You know, you hear about shooting, you be like, oh, how many died? The girl that Allen that got shot... People are acting as if it's just an everyday thing. People are being killed. You are seeing names. They are human beings. It's not just scribing. People are not just writing things for, for, for writing's sake. That's somebody's son. That's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's child. That's somebody's brother. That's somebody's sister. So, you, we need to understand that the, uh, this Hausa person is also a human being like me. So, if you start seeing it like that, is a Nigerian like me. You are Nigerian first before you are Igbo or you are Hausa. They don't people don't say, oh, are you are you Ibo or, Ibo or Yausa? Which part of Nigeria are you from? They ask, are you which country are you from first? So we need to understand and let it sink into our heads that it is Nigeria first before it is Ibo or Hausa. And second, see, I just want to say this because I feel like I've been seeing some people come out, you know, that it's, it's quite obvious that they are looking like their internet process. If you think that this NSAS movement is for you, my brother, let me just tell you, you're not with my brother, you are my enemy. You'll be shocked. EFCC will catch you. If EFCC does not catch you, Army will catch you. If Emma does not catch you, anybody that can catch you will catch you. Mopo will catch you. They will catch you. They will throw you in prison. You will die in prison because the blood of these innocent people is on your head the same way as on the head of the person that shot them. Because these people started having mouths to chase young men and young women who have attained it in life through legal means because of your actions, because you have decided to go the wrong route. You have decided to defraud people of their hard-earned money. So because you people are the reason for this thing in the first place, war, my God, will judge you. So I just, I feel like I'm getting agitated. It is very painful because I know what I went through running for my life at Songo. It was something I was just thinking like who, I till now, I don't know who exactly was shot, but I know somebody was shot at Songo. Whether that person survived or not, we do not know. Whether that person will ever be able to move again, I do not know. But whatever happens to that person that was shot at Songo, all these Yahoo boys and internet fraudsters that these things started because of you people, it, that person's blood is on your head and it is it is not something it's not something that we should joke about and if you are on, on this case and you are neutral you are saying oh if you are part of the process movement if you are part of the process movement it's obvious that you are not ready for a nigeria that works it's obvious that you are part of the problems that we have in this country so i just need we all, all of us to understand that this nigeria is about it is about us these people are, these people can't they have the money to leave this nigeria if they sell nigeria today we are the ones that will bear the bronze so we have to keep fighting we are fighting for our lives for our democracy we are fighting for our country we are fighting for ourselves this is not we, a lot of people are complaining about the fact that our the previous generation are so lackadaisical about this thing yes they are but if we do not take a stand, if we do not start fighting, if we don't fight for our democracy, it's the same type of system that we pass on to our children. Do you want your child to live in this type of system? I don't want my child to live in that, this type of system. And that's why I will talk. That's why I will say what I have to say. See, it's, it's, 
it's it's demoralized you to wake up as a nigeria and you know that okay you might not you might not make it because something something somehow somehow you might end up dying the fact that we live and breathe in this nigeria is by god's grace so i'm just going to keep quiet before i i, I start screaming i'm already ranting but it's 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 all good it's all good uh, you you mentioned the fact that we would have to leave here and then i can imagine i can just hear people saying ah i could just jack them up for this country I could just jack them up for this country forgetting the fact that wherever you go nigeria is always going to be attached to you mm-hmm. if like if you want to give your children all the citizenships and everything you want to, their history is always going to be nigeria and then if you do not collectively stand if we don't collectively stand and try to change the narrative of this country we're always going to be seen as fraudsters as thieves as corrupt people that's going to be the narrative that's going to be used to describe anybody because we have family members we have uh friends uh, of our family that are outside of this country and they always complain about the fact that the bad rep from nigeria always gets them it's always they're always tagged fraudsters yeah once you go for a job interview once you're once they see here that you're nigerian people start giving you the side eye because of the actions of few people of people that are not up to one ten one one percent of the country because some people have decided to take the wrong route it is not affecting them that even abroad so it's not just about you know leaving this country it will follow you it will follow you wherever you go it is like the on like onion smell when it sticks sticks to you yes it sticks to you and it does not go so the bad rep will follow you wherever it is you want to go we that's why we have to fight for our country okay talking about action and taking action i want to say this that um as someone who believes in a religion someone who follows a religion uh i'm not very vast in islam but to an extent i am vast in christianity and i know for a fact that christ was involved in the welfare not politics in the welfare of his people mm-hmm. of the nation of the nation the health of the nation if you read the old testament god was judge he was king he was their lawgiver and he saved them so it means that it means that god is interested in the destiny of a nation and i'm not talking about politics i don't care about politics i'm talking about the health of my nation my country nigeria is what i'm talking about and if we as christians especially if we have influential religious leaders i don't understand why they shun themselves or they shun involvement in politics in 2011 when a pastor ran for vice president or in the position of vice president it was seen like the biggest scene in this world in 2015 there was still some controversy over the fact that now vice president yemi Ushibajo, who was the president it was a, a pastor uh, with the regime christian church of god actually accepted to run for for president for vice president so it, it is it is mind-blowing at the fact that christo i just want to i just want to take this time to mention the fact that as a christian you are a nation builder and i'm pretty sure as a muslim as well you are a nation builder as someone who believes in god god is a nation oriented god he's someone who is interested in the health and wealth of a nation so therefore it means you are responsible for the health and wealth of whatever nation you find yourself especially the one that i am in which is nigeria so if you do not collectively stand so there is no excuse oh i'm a christian there's no way you can call, go out to preach to anybody right now and say oh, jesus loves you and all that when you are not preaching to them far because it's person that is alive that can listen to you 
Abi, if you start as killed them, would they be able to listen to your gospel? It is it is essential, it is important that we all use our various uh uh, uh, platforms, especially if you are a religious leader, if you know a religious leader, you're close to a religious leader, have them. Some of them are older and they don't really know the the, uh, the gravity of the accusations and the situation where the youth, in which the youths are. If you are educate them, a lot of parents don't even know what's going on. You understand? So educate these people. Let them know because we as religious institutions, if we all come together as religious institutions, as religious institutions rather, as a people. We can get things done. It's not the first time that people have said, no, we're not doing this. And it has happened. You get, I mean, look at a perfect example. It's today. Mm-hmm. It happened. No SARS. Or even though they said, like, there's no SARS. But then at least SARS, the name is over. Yeah. Even though the, 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 people, uh, are still... the people are still there. I know the characteristics of the department are still going to be my eventually see it eventually. But the name, people have, people stood and then said, we don't want these people anymore. And they're gone. Mm-hmm. You get, so it's very, very important. Now, to those who have been legally detained, protest, peaceful protesters who have been detained, it is very important that we find a way to get them out. Now, I suggest that you get your story on social media. If you know anybody who has been illegally detained, a friend of yours, a family member, and uh, you want to get their story out there, you get it on social media when you do that. But if you cannot do that, once you've done that and you want legal help, I thought this is an arm of the government and I'm not really sh- I'm not really sure like about it. I don't really recommend it. I feel social media would be more of a help to your situation. But uh, there is a legal aid council of Nigeria. They give pro bono, they do pro bono work. That's free legal services. They give they represent you for free in Nigeria. And you can uh, contact them at info at legalaidcouncil.gov.ng. Info at legalaidcouncil.gov dot ng and uh, you can put pressure on the senator of your constituency at nigerian senators dot firebase app dot com nigerian senators dot firebase app dot com uh so that's how you can put pressure on your senators just do whatever it is you can to make sure that the fight is not over because this flame cannot burn out this flame is the fight is not over the fight is, we have to make sure that whatever it is they're promising is not going to be the same as what they delivered to us because initially when SARS was created it was created to fight violent crimes and then now we have them extorting money and harassing people killing people because yes, we have to make sure that it's not a repetition of the same thing you understand uh, so um optimist your last words my last word is i i believe that this this whole thing um doesn't stop i feel like the fight has just begun you should not get tired we should not burn out the flame should not burn out we have to keep pushing we have to keep fighting because you know if we can get this this one done we can get other things done we it's the entire system that needs to change there needs to be a reorientation of every single officer that is in service of the nigerian government for them to understand that you are there to serve you're not there to oppress you're not there to kill you're not there to steal you're not there to murder you are here to serve you need to understand that maybe they need to hit it in their head before they get it so there there needs to be a reorientation of every police officer and for us nigerians we need to understand we're fighting for our democracy we are fighting for our lives this thing is not easy i don't want my child to live in the nigeria of today god forbid such evil and we have to fight for a better nigeria a nigeria that would be proud to call our own because you know there's no other you are a nigerian for life no matter how much you hate the country, we are Nigerians for life and we have to keep pushing forward. We have to keep fighting. It's not about these politicians. Forget them. It's about us. 
about ourselves we are tired i'm tired i don't want to live like this anymore and we're going to keep fighting those are my final words uh my final word would be yes i appreciate the reorientation your thoughts on the reorientation of offices but i think we nigerians need to work on our own reorientation and realize that having the mindset because whenever i have conversations with young people about the future of nigeria whatever everybody's just like no i just want to make i just hit one big contract and i drop my money come on it's not like that it shouldn't be that way because when you eat and you eat and you eat by the time it's time for your children there's nothing to eat anymore because that is what the generation ahead of us did and the ones before them did that as well so it's very important that we we know this so we need to re-educate ourselves on what it means to be patriotic i'm not saying carry placards and be like aisha yusufu like stand bravely in front of bullets and all that i'm not asking you to do that but in your own little space do what is right for nigeria it could be as little as making sure you do not make any condemning word about the country nigeria not the government you can insult the government as much as you want because you are people but this country is something that you, you can prophetically declare good things about you get because there's power in the tongue you get so that in your own little way you can do what you need or what, what you can to make sure that nigeria is better and nigeria becomes flourishes again and it will in the name of jesus uh, thank you for listening and um hope you have a good week god bless you